where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Michelle and Randy with you on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and the Hall of Famer, the analyst for the Blues on FS Midwest, Bernie Federko, kind enough to join us, as he does every week in the Blues booth. Good morning, Mr. Federko. How are you today? I am good. Thank you, Randy. How about you guys? We are good, Bernie. We want to ask you a kind of an out-of-the-box question out of the gate here. Randy and I, in the last segment, were having a debate about French toast, waffles, or pancakes. So if you were going to power rank those three, what is, what's this at the top for you? Oh, boy, I would probably go waffles, pancakes, French toast. That's exactly what I have, too. And uh, what's your reasoning there? <laughs> you know what? I really am not a big fan of French toast for whatever reason. I, 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 we have that occasionally. But uh, you know what? Pancakes uh, I like. Uh, but waffle. I mean, just the crunchiness of the waffles, I think, uh, gives me the... Uh, <laughs> that's the, the first take. But I, I really don't have them very often. I don't know why, but... <laughs> Uh, I'll go with the waffles. That's exactly the reasoning that I had for the waffles. <laughs> and this is a, an in-depth conversation that we've had throughout the show this morning. <laughs> and one other question that I have for you, and you'd be an expert on this. Is there a difference between syrup in Canada, because we always read about Canadian maple syrup mm-hmm. and things like that, and the United States? Well, you know what? Yes and no. I mean, I, I, I don't really, I mean, the real Canadian maple syrup is really, really thick. It's, I mean, we used to have it, when I think it was called Rogers Golden Syrup. When, when, as a kid, we used to have it all the time. It was really, really thick. But I think maple syrup is maple syrup as far as uh, that goes, whether you get it from the States or Canada. But I think when we talk about uh, putting uh, syrup on our pancakes when we were growing up, it was kind of like this big, thick maple syrup that was really, uh, almost like a corn syrup uh, that we put on instead of maple syrup. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question. It does. But that's kind of it. <laughs> so, Bernie, as we were talking about these three breakfast options, Randy and I were saying as a kid, when you had a big day ahead of you, maybe a test or something, at least for me, my mom would make me pancakes or waffles. She would say, you need a good base for brain food. So we were talking <laughs> during the uh, the commercial break, and I said, I wonder what Bernie Federko's pregame meal looks like. When you know that you've got a big broadcast or there's a big blues game coming up, do you have a hearty breakfast? or do you go more healthy route? You know, I'm very rarely, Michelle, I have breakfast. I'm not a breakfast person. I never really have been. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, every once in a while I'll have a cereal or oatmeal or something. But, uh, I mean, I love to have breakfast on a, you know, on a Sunday morning or something, uh, whether it be brunch or, or that. But even growing up, we were, I really wasn't much of a breakfast person. But, I mean, when I was playing, pregame meal was always the same. It was a steak and some pasta with some meat sauce and a salad and, uh, then, you know what, uh, upstairs or in the hotel room, you know, close the blinds and go to sleep for a couple of hours, which was always the greatest thing. That nap, the pregame nap was always was the best. I, I miss that. I, can't, I, I would love to be able to sleep in the afternoon. I don't think it's possible anymore. But uh, when I was playing, it was one of the highlights of the day. I was able to get that couple hours in before the game. It seems like in reading about pregame meals with what doctors have 
determined about nutrition. Seems like the 2019 pregame meal is a lot different than the 1980 pregame meal. <laughs> yeah, I would expect, you know, and I, the guys really, I mean, Randy when, and Michelle, when I look at, you know, what the guys eat now, it just, it floors, floors me because if we would, if I would have ate that much when I was playing, I would have been playing at about 250. Uh, these guys, <laughs> they, they eat constantly. I mean, they have a, you know, they have breakfast in the morning that's already set up for them. And even when they go down to the, you know, to the enterprise, they've got breakfast, whatever they want. And then they have their little morning skate. I, I wouldn't be able to skate if I had a full stomach. But then they go and have pregame meal. And they even have a snack at 4 o'clock uh, before they even, uh, you know, get on the bus to go to the game. So it, it really blows me away how much they eat. But, yeah, they eat a lot different. I mean, uh, the nutrition that they have is much, much healthier than us, obviously. I mean, uh, they've got, you know, people that are working with them, nutritionists that, that tell them what they should eat, what's best for them. But we kind of was like whatever worked for your brain more than I think your body. I think you were psyched up that this was going to be your pregame. A lot of guys had fish. You know, we always had ice cream and, and, and chocolate sauce, too, that was at the end of the pregame meal as well. And that's none of that anymore. So it's kind of, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's, I think it's more mental than it is physical. But obviously, with nutritionists, it's, it's much better for you the way they're being trained now. Well, Bernie, I hope the Blues players have not been overindulging in quarantine and they've been <laughs> listening to their nutritionists because Gary Bettman came out saying, hey, we're taking a big step towards the return of hockey. He talked about the different guidelines that the NHL is putting in place, the format of what we're going to see. And they said, hey, we're, we've decided to go straight into a 2014 playoff. And one of the things that the Blues will have to experience is that even though they won the Central Division title, they're going to play in that round-robin tournament to determine seeding. What's your take on that? Do you like the fact that the Blues would have to play in that round-robin tournament to determine their seed? Well, they need to play something. I mean, whether or not it's in a round-robin, I mean, they need to get some some ice time in, some some timing that goes with games. And uh, to me, I mean, I understand the format. It's, it's great. I mean, it gives everybody an opportunity, you know, the five through, especially, the, you know, the bottom-tier teams. But really, to me, what's kind of... Uh, um, I think unfair is that when you see the top four seeds are going to play a round robin, I mean, you're playing against the, the best teams to, to try to get uh, in a situation where you're getting your timing of this, and then all of a sudden you're playing against the best teams. You should probably be playing against the, the, the teams that are not going to make the playoffs uh, uh, just to get some timing. And so I think that's the only thing that I don't really like about it. But um, you know what? It's not going to be uh, a normal year to get things done. I think that's what we all have to understand. Is it's, it's, it's still I mean, the integrity of, of the Stanley Cup still has to stay there. So, and I think that's what everybody's trying to have happen here is that um, you've got to play some games. You're going to have to win, uh, you know, the 16 games to win the Stanley Cup still. Or so. I mean, everybody keeps talking about that maybe there should be an asterisk. I don't think there should be. I mean, it's a different format. Things happen in the course of of the world in the course of life. I mean, we've seen a, a Stanley Cup awarded after just a 48-game schedule. If you go back to what the early 2000s, whatever it was, when there was the lockout. So uh, things were different there, and there shouldn't be an asterisk there either because you still have to win the amount of games you need to win the Stanley Cup. So uh, this gives, unfortunately, I think the bad part about right this, this gives uh, some teams uh, um, that shouldn't be there an opportunity uh, because they didn't finish the regular season. So I think that there are some, some teams that really have got a really good chance by you know, winning a best-of-five series, and all of a sudden they've got a chance to, to be in the playoffs and where they probably shouldn't have been if there would have been a regular season. But um, you know, there is no, I guess, fair way of doing this, and, and whatever happens is good, and I think that uh, the guys will be just back to, uh, happy to be get back to playing hockey. Bernie Federico, as a Hall of Famer, you have a unique perspective that we as 
people who didn't play the sport we don't have. And I want to ask you, what do you think the biggest challenge for a player will be? Having not played for three months, having not been on the ice for two and a half, as players come back to a brief training camp and these games, what do you think, as you look ahead, the biggest challenge for the players will be? Playing in front of no fans, I think that's going to be the biggest factor, Randy. I mean, uh, you know, we've talked about, we've had a lot of discussions I've had with my sons, too, is that, um, you know, I, I like the idea that it's going to be in, you know, one building. There's only going to be two buildings. And you know what? If it's in Vegas, I mean, they can do a lot of things in Vegas. I think that with crowd noise and this and that, I mean, I think that uh, the buildings all have the capability through their speaker system uh, to make it almost like virtual that, the, that there is people in the stands. I mean, if there's a home ice team advantage for, for a certain team, I mean, I, I think that they're, they could probably put crowd noise in there that's booing or cheering. Or I think that uh, they can maybe do a lot of things, but I think that's going to be the biggest factor. It's no different to me right now. Yeah, I mean, it's been a pause to the season, but the pause of the season now has really become an off season. So uh, the guys still train during the off season. They're ready to go. I mean, they're going to have a three-week training camp like like always, but I think the the biggest thing is is, is no is no crowd. And, and I think the second thing is getting yourself prepared mentally to know that this is only going to be a – real short time to, to go here. I mean, you're going to come in and say, hey, if, if I don't play well in a week or two, I'm going to be off uh, for the rest of the summer again. And if I play real well, I, I still got a chance of winning the cup, but I'm going to still have to you know, be back playing again in December again. So I think that the, it's the mental stuff about what's going on. I think you just have to you know, take it one game at a time and not worry about uh, anything else other than playing the hockey that you have to do at, the, at really at that one moment. Bernie Federico, you're the best. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. You guys have a great day. Go get some uh, waffles. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely do that. That's the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico, in the Blues booth on 101 ESPN.